Hi, and welcome to the Midlife Feast, the podcast for women who are hungry for more in this season of life. I'm your host, Dr. Jen Salib Huber. Come to my table, listen and learn from me, trusted guest experts in women's health, and interviews with women just like you. Each episode brings to the table juicy conversations designed to help you feast on midlife. So welcome to part two of the hormone soup episode. And I'm going to call this one what to expect when you're not expecting perimenopause. So this is an episode for everyone who has been waiting for a hot flash or a missed period or has been told that they're too young to be in perimenopause. And generally just for people who have no idea what's going on, but they know something is going on. So I'm going to break down the stages of perimenopause, especially, and give you some of the landmarks that you can look for as you work through these ages and stages with your healthcare provider. So you don't need to be having hot flashes or be a certain age or have missed a period to be in perimenopause. Because perimenopause can actually be broken down into kind of three stages. Very early perimenopause, which is also sometimes called the late reproductive stage. This is where you're still having a very regular period. You haven't missed any. Things haven't really started to change, but you start to feel different. Maybe the week before your period, you start to wake up in the middle of the night, or maybe you're starting to have night sweats, or you've even had just kind of this new anxiety or mood change or body change, or maybe headaches are now lasting for several days. Maybe you've had a few really crazy, heavy periods, and maybe they're now painful like they were when you were a teenager, because we do sometimes call perimenopause reverse puberty. But, you know, these changes in experience aren't happening consistently enough for you to be able to say for sure that there's a pattern. But if you're tracking them, and I do recommend that everybody tracks their period so that you know when it starts, when it stops, and when any of these changes in experience are happening. Because more often than not, there actually is a pattern that it's either happening maybe mid-cycle when estrogen levels are at their peak. So things like, you know, a lot of women will describe the time around ovulation as a mini PMS. And then you might start to notice that your regular PMS symptoms are lasting for a week or more instead of just a day or two. But this very early perimenopause Um, This phase of perimenopause is often where I think a lot of women slip through the cracks and their symptoms aren't being treated as hormonal. So they may be offered an antidepressant. They may be offered sleeping medication. They may be given diet and nutrition advice. But if these symptoms are hormonal and aren't being treated as a hormonal symptom, chances are those treatments aren't going to be as effective. As women move into early perimenopause, so they're out of that very early or late reproductive phase, they do start to notice some cycle changes that have begun to appear as a pattern. So maybe they had always had a 28-day cycle or a 30-day cycle or whatever it was, it's now shortening. So on average, they're now having a period that is showing up every 25 days, or it's consistently the average is consistently shortening. And this happens as one of those kind of 
early landmarks in a woman's cycle that we can identify as being part of that early perimenopausal um, phase. But they haven't missed a period and the cycle changes may be shifting by a few days, but they certainly aren't going like 60 days without a period. But chances are they're having a lot of symptoms. So chances are they're having heavier periods, flooding, more cramping, breast tenderness, um, you know, all the symptoms that you can think of are probably starting to show up, but they may still not be having hot flashes. They may, but they may not be. So a lot of women have these symptoms dismissed because they don't have hot flashes. And remember, even, you know, if we're talking about late perimenopause, not all women have hot flashes, although it is the most common symptom. This stage of early perimenopause where cycles are shortening, symptoms are definitely appearing more commonly, often lasts for a few years. And then as women transition into later perimenopause, this is when we start to have the typical missed periods. So cycles may be irregular and, you know, you might still have a few periods in a 12-month period, but you might be going 60, 90, 100 days in between periods. And you're more likely to be experiencing the symptoms of that lower estrogen uh, level or environment. So hot flashes, night sweats, skin changes, vaginal dryness, all of these are more likely to happen in the later stages of perimenopause. And then as you get into what some people call the waiting room for menopause, where you've had a period and you're not sure if it's your last, this is definitely the period of time that many women reflect on being as very symptomatic. And so the hot flashes tend to be really bothersome. Sleep is very disruptive. And often our bodies have changed a lot in, you know, the four or five years since we started perimenopause. So this is often when women are feeling kind of fed up and, you know, they want to do something about this. And this is often when I see them or when they start to work with people just to kind of help them figure it out. And really, you know, as they kind of wait for the this last period, or as they navigate those few years leading up to that last period, this is often when, um, you know, everyone agrees, oh, yeah, you're in perimenopause, let's do something about that. So these women are less likely to fall through the cracks. So you know, again, the symptoms aren't consistent for everyone. We can't say that every single woman experiences every single symptom. And the only way to really know is to just track your symptoms and to see if it's happening on a regular cycle or with your cycle or at a predictable point. Um, you know, is it happening mid-cycle? Is it happening before a period, during a period? So that you can start to track these symptoms because as these symptoms shift, you really can start to see as you move from one age and phase to another. So there really isn't any other way because we don't have a blood test. We have a test called FSH or a hormone that we can measure called follicle stimulating hormone. This hormone is elevated when women are in menopause and it rises in the years leading up to menopause. But because the ovaries are sputtering, it isn't diagnostic and it doesn't actually tell us in those early perimenopausal years um, you know, when you're going to have your last period. And measuring other hormones like estrogen and progesterone also isn't diagnostic because it doesn't tell us what happened last month or why you had a really heavy period, nor does it predict what's going to happen next month. 
And for women who are still having mostly regular cycles, having these levels of hormones tested can be frustrating because they almost always fall into the normal range. Or even if they're slightly outside of the normal range, they don't explain or predict or help to direct treatment. So Another episode later this season is going to be talking about testing and the pitfalls of testing and maybe what some of the more useful tests are with one of my guest experts. So I'm going to leave the rest of that discussion for then. But just want you to know that you don't need to have a hot flash in order to be in perimenopause and you don't need to be a certain age. But tracking your cycle is the most important and useful thing that you can do so that you know what's happening and why, and that you can bring this information to the people who can help you to feel better. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Midlife Feast. If you liked it, please consider subscribing and leaving a review to help other women find us and feast on midlife. And don't forget to check the show notes for any information and important links you might have missed.